Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Iris. Now, I did warn you we would be back, Florence and I, didn't I? Well, we're jolly well come back and we've kept our word. And we're so pleased to find you still waiting with a bated breath for the next part of this issue, <laughs> which is turning out to be really interesting, notwithstanding that we're in a new year. And it's really the right time and the right place to share this. So I'm just going to hand over to Florence. And Florence, it's really good to see your smiling face again. And I'm glad you're here because then I don't have to do all the thinking. So it's really easy. <laughs> all right. Go um, right ahead. Lovely. Thank you so much. I can see you think you've been excused from thinking this morning. <laughs> I am depending on you. And the Holy Spirit is going to use you for us to go through this today. And thank you yet once again for having me here. And yes, hello, viewers. It's always good to be back. Thank God we are in 2022. God has kept us. God has been faithful and we are back. And both me and Reverend Iris this morning or this afternoon or Tonight, wherever you are, are praying and trusting that our God has continued to be faithful to you and he has sustained you until 2022. And today we just feel, you know what? BBC is constantly bombarding people with the news from its archives. And we want to give you news from our God. What has God got to say about 2022? The world has a lot of things to say about 2022. But we too know that our God has got a lot of things to say about 2022. And that's what we want to hone in today so that you don't get confused. And as usual, we always go to the word of God, don't we? Either we always go to the word of God because that is what we know is true. It's what holds us. And our example today comes from the book of Joshua, chapter one. And I'm just going to read a bit. And as I read, you, you know how we do this, you know, Reverend Iris will come in and I will join in and you will join in and all together we will have a party. Bless you. I'm reading from the NIV and the, the Bible says, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aid, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people, Get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to, desert to Lebanon and from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you or all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, not as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. 
Verse 6. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I saw to their ancestors to give them. And then verse 7 repeats. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful where, wherever you go. And then eight, keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Isn't that awesome? And I feel that as we stand at the beginning of 2022, we too can learn from what the Lord instructed the children of Israel. And there's some things I'm just going to extract from this passage. The first one is in verse one. The Lord says to Moses, my servant is dead. In other words, Moses is now history. Moses is now in the past. I have done with Moses as I please. He was my servant. And that now is gone. You must put that behind you and get up and do the work at hand. You see, it's the same. 2021 is gone. It's dead. And the Lord has kept us. And he has taken care of 2021. But now he's saying 2022 is here. You get up. Take hold of 2022. And move into 2022. Because my promises that I made towards you, towards the church of God, towards your family, towards your community, towards your nation, the prophetic words, the promises that we have been given. God is saying the end of 2021 does not nullify my promises. It does not nullify my intentions towards you. And for those of us that live here, we know here in the UK, we know that the Lord has consistently said he is going to bring revival. And you know, revival has been spoken over a lot of nations. And the Lord has said he is going to pour his spirit yet once again before the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. And today... My dear sisters and brothers, the word is the same. You rise up, hang on to that promise. 
keep on banging and asking, Lord, when are you going to bring the salvation, the, the, the salvation, the outpouring of your Holy Spirit, the redemption of your nations? You promised. And the fact that we are now in 2022 does not change your promises. Because he says, just as I was with Moses, I will be with you. Just as the Lord was with us in 2021, he will be with us as we move into 2022. But he says, get ready. He says, now you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan. You know, and I sense that getting ready is about getting our minds ready and aligning our minds with the purposes and the will of God, just like it says in Romans 12, verse 2, where we are urged to renew our minds. And 2022 is going to demand that we renew our minds and align our minds with the mind of Christ. Because the mind of the world wants to twist our thoughts. It wants to bring confusion. It wants to bring lies. But today, the Lord is saying, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, because your mind determines what kind of person you are. Your mind determines your commitment to the Lord. Your mind determines how you manage 2022. And that is what we need to start with. First, we need to be ready. And the first thing to, to deal with is our mind. We must have a mind like that of Christ. And when we have prepared our minds, then we can cross with the right mindset, with the right understanding of what God has said, with the right attitude and the right vision for where we are going. If we enter 2022 with no vision, it is going to be wasted. But today the Lord is saying, get ready. Set your mind right. Envision what I've got for you. Think of the promises that I have made and remind yourself that they do not change. They are the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so if they have been made, we carry them into 2022. We continue to trust, we continue to look and say, Lord, haven't you said? You know, as I talk about that, I'm sort of reminded of Bathsheba, you know, Bathsheba, when she went to, to the king and said, oh, king, didn't you say my son Solomon would rule after my lord the king when you had left? She had to go back and remind David of his promise. There is someone sitting out there today listening to me. God has promised you many, many things. This year is the year to go back to him and say, God, you said, 
Father God, you said, you said if I ask you for the nations, you will give me the nations for an inheritance. Give me my nation. Give me my nation. There's so much death going on. There's so much, so many people getting lost. This 2022, we need to go back to God and say, God, didn't you say you will give us the nations? Then, uh, but for us to do that, we need to be strong. We need to be courageous. Because there's so many things that are going to stop us. So many things that are going to discourage us. Voices. Lying voices. Who are you to ask for a nation? You know, don't you remember what you did last year? Well, let me tell you. You are a child of God. Peter tells us that you are a royal priesthood, a holy nation. No one else is more suitable or qualified than you to come before the presence of God and say, God, God, give me my nation. Give me my people. Let them be saved. Allow us as your body to depopulate hell and depopulate heaven. May 2022 be a year when we to cross over into the inheritance that God has for us. Inheritance of souls, inheritance of growth, inheritance of his kingdom coming and his will being done in 2022. But we have to be ready. We need to be ready. We need to be asking. And we need to trust. Wow. We need to trust. <laughs> wow, absolutely. You know, we were, we were just thinking about this, weren't we, Florence, just before we, we started this session, um, how God has proven this time and time again. And just after Moses died, um, Joshua came and took over and carried on leading the people. And so it is with, I mean, I think... Um, all these things happened about 150 years after David. You know, it's been one thing after another, but God has never changed. And when he came to, to follow on from the, the, the guys that you were talking about with um, Elijah and Elisha, you know, he always seems to send somebody alongside you to teach you, work with you, um, show you the way physically. But he also said, actually, as Ruth affirmed to Naomi in, in um, Ruth 1, 16 and 17, and as Peter affirmed to Jesus in John 21, 15 and 17, Elisha also affirmed each time that as surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you, 2 Kings 2. 
And in a way, because Elisha, um, he knew, the Lord told him just shortly after that, that he was going to be taken into heaven. And that was his end of his life here on earth. And in, in true prophetic fashion, Elisha said, yes, I know. You know, he knew what God's plan was for him. And, and I think that is so comforting because the one thing that the other guy, Elijah and Elisha, always get the two muddled up because it's a tongue twister at times. Um, Elijah would um, ask Elisha what he, he wanted him to do for his, him when he had gone. So Elisha, that was before Elisha is taken away. And Elisha, um, Elijah actually, Elisha responded, let me have an inherit, a double portion of what you've got really of your spirit in 2 Kings 2.9. So since a double portion is uh, the right of the eldest son, we can understand from this that he was asking to be acknowledged as Elijah's firstborn son, at least in a spiritual sense. That is some inheritance, isn't it, to have to not only be handed down, but have to carry on. But God has a way of doing this with people, which is why it's so important that when we leave 20, 2021, that year is gone and finished. God has is doing a new thing in 2020. And he's going to do it with a double portion. I'm almost mm -hmm. certain that this is the wind of change that we're facing this year. So whereas Elisha was a merciful miracle worker, <clears throat> we don't have him here physically with us today. But the words are still there. I will never leave you nor forsake you. As Jesus spoke. And through that Holy Spirit, we can leave, safely leave last year where it was and forget about it and move forward in 2022, as Florence was saying. And uh, perhaps the most extra extravagant miracle is that of the birth from barrenness, the restoration from death. So I said earlier on, a lot of people didn't make it into 2020, but God loves his people. He has a purpose for you, for me, for Florence, for each and every one of us. And, and the opportunity that confronted Elisha, who had let by then obviously um, befriended a Shunammite woman and her husband, and he stayed with them in, in his travels. I mean, there was such a, an, man, uh, an, an immense amount was packed into Elijah's life but it wouldn't have been easy just to forget Elijah we're not saying forget the you know the people around you what we are saying is to forget all the hidden dangers of last year because God is doing a new thing this year and we're going to get a double portion of his dealings with us amen 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 
I know that when, you know, even to to raising the dead, there's all such a lot in, in both of these stories that, that, you know, God has done. You can't, if you're going to look back, look at the Bible. Look back and see what happened in the Old Testament. Because the Jews taught the New Testament from the Old Testament. They just repeated the Old Testament. They stood on the promises of God. Yes, they added Jesus to it. He was the addition. He is the end of it. And I think that sometimes when we might feel under attack and alone, these are the times that we need to call out to help and, and to have our eyes open. And God has already released his mighty forces to protect us. And we can win the battle without a single shot being fired. We have an edge in warfare, just like Elisha. This is a year of prayer. This is a year of the Holy Spirit. This is a year of God's glory. And it's a year for the intercessor and the prayers. If you want results, we need to pray. In the mighty name of Jesus. I, I mean, what more can you say? You can't because the promises of God are yes and amen. And they're still the same today. So let's not overlook. But we've certainly got something to think about. Amen. 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 I, I like the I like the example of Elisha. Uh, you know that following of Elijah, if you read that story, you know, you see Elisha's determination. Yeah. In and I can imagine that as he followed Elijah and waited to see him taken off, because Elisha said, you know, if you stick with me until you see me taken, then you will have what you are asking for. Yeah. Do you know, I think that is also another key principle. Elijah had to keep her, uh, his eyes on Elijah. Yeah. And Elijah had to stick with Elijah. And I think as he was sticking with Elijah, he was preparing his mind, preparing his heart about what it is that he really wanted to see God do in his own life. Because, you know, when, when, when we know what we want the Lord to do in our lives, then it's easier to be very clear. It's easier to be focused in our minds. It's very easy to determine in our hearts and to ensure that we achieve those things that we have determined in our hearts. Because Elisha was determined. You know, a lot of us don't get to where we want to get to because our determination of January wins off before we even get to December. Yeah. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, that double portion, annoying, it would not have come 
if Elisha had not determined in his heart, in his mind, and then readied himself and then disciplined himself to stay the course. In, and as I talk, I just hear the Lord speaking to me personally. You know, am I going to be disciplined enough to stay the course? Am I going to hang on to what I know God has spoken and not give up until the double portion, until the clock is released, which is that outpouring of his Holy Spirit? That's right. <clears throat> If I um, you're just going to sort of close up with this little bit, our time is nearly gone again. Oh. I mean, <laughs> but it's like it's like Elisha and Jesus. We've all been called into the ministry of reconciliation. Two mm. Corinthians five sixteen to twenty one, yeah. and to help us in our ministry through Jesus, we have access to the Holy Spirit or yeah. the Ruach Hakadosh. We get a little bit Hebrew here. Who has entrusted each of us with at least one spiritual gift? You read Romans 12, six, uh, chapter 6 through 6 and 8, and 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 11 and 28. Verses uh, 4, 11, 28. And these gifts are to be used mercifully, strategically to reconcile our families and friends and co-workers and communities and foreigners alike to the God of Israel and to each other. And my prayer is that may each of us, like Elisha, recognize that we can only serve God by wholeheartedly depending upon his spirit. And may we walk in the power an anointing that is so readily available to those who do follow Jesus. And I'm going to challenge you today to be a part of Jesus' end or God's end time plan for the complete restoration of Israel by helping us to bring the love of God to the Holy Land, to Israel, to the Jews, and to the nations. Let us not forget. We're just warned not to leave Israel out of things. As a nation, we must we must get alongside Israel, pray for Israel, support Israel. But this bit about getting alongside our families, I'm going to share something with you this morning. Just a few days before Christmas, my nephew hung himself. And I can tell you it was a shock to everybody, but he wasn't saved. We have worked all of his life, and he was 60-something, to bring Jesus to him. He just didn't want to accept that. It's so precious to have this opportunity to know that we are ministers of reconciliation. That's what the Bible calls us. In fact, it calls us ambassadors of reconciliation in some versions. Our, our, we're the only ones that can reach our families. Other people can't. 
But then Jesus also had to brush the dust off his feet in his own hometown because they wouldn't listen to him. So I don't want you to feel too badly about looking back at a situation like the one I'm sharing with you. Mm. Because there would have been nothing that you could have done. Somebody else may have been. And you go look for those people. They're a lot easier to reach than your own family. And if somebody's doing that to every family, looking out for your family, somebody's looking out for yours. Boom. But keep them held up before the Lord in prayer. So that really ends our session today. You know, the Lord said that this year it's going to be about his glory and it's going to be about prayer and it's going to raise up a lot of intercessors. It means we're all going to be intercessors. We all need to keep praying. And it's going to be an amazing year. I'm sure we're going to have that double portion. We certainly need it to get through that prophecy. We do. We Amen. can't do it without the double portion. Amen. Amen. We are absolutely spot bang on time to finish our airtime today. So, Florence, have you got anything else you want to add to your wonderful day's work today? Just that God would be so real to you, that you would receive the double portion. Be expectant reach out the lord is just waiting amen. so that you can reach the people for him amen Jesus. and he will direct your footsteps he will give you he will he says open your mouth and i will fill it look what happened this morning <laughs> <laughs> open your mouth and god will fill it amen just the right thing at just the right time yeah well that's us finished for today but we will be back we love doing these sessions, don't we, Florence? Because we never oh, know. we love them. We're not Absolutely. scripts, are we? You know, yeah. we don't know how it's going to turn out. We don't even mm -hmm. know, at least we didn't this morning, that we're going to, what we're going to talk about. Yeah. So let me tell you that Holy Spirit is very true. Mm. It's very true. It's real. Bye-bye so for now. Have a wonderful year ahead, and we will be back soon. Talk to you some more. Bye-bye now. Bye.